You're listening to SB Nation Radio. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Kevin Green. Tony Dungy. The late Dick Stanton. Eddie D. Bartolo. The late Ken Stapler. Marvin Harris. Orlando Pace. The gunslinger Brett Barr. This is your Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2016. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Well, before we get started, we'd like to welcome back Rick Goslin, who was standing in the Hall of Fame and Ohio for much of last week until we extradited him to Texas. Uh, now, of course, we can't get him out of the Dallas Cowboys practice facility. Goose, you were there over the weekend. I know you took a lot of photos. Uh, what can you tell us about Jerry World Part 2? Well, it's part practice facility, part museum, part Cowboys Hall of Fame. You know, they've got a display of the original Scudder reports for Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin. They have Tom Landry's hat and all the Super Bowl trophies and rings. You know, just as Jerry Jones Stadium raised the bar in the NFL, so has this practice facility. And I always thought that the Ravens had the best facility. It was like a country club. But yeah. this place, the Star at Ford Center, is like a resort. Yeah, the Ravens facility is like the uh, Bruce Wayne Mansion. It's now the guest house in this one. <laughs> first time hey, I went, I got first time I went there, Clark. I expected some guy to come out and ask me if he could take my clubs to the clubhouse. I said, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Um, well, Goose, I just saw where you said that. I think they have, do they have like a dome stadium that seats 12,000 people, right? Yes, sir. Is this where you suggest they'd hold next year's Hall of Fame game? Well, if they're going to continue to play the game in a high school stadium, then I've got about six or seven sites in North Texas alone. That would be an upgrade from Canton. <laughs> well, Ouch. speaking of the Hall of Fame game, Ron, as yes. we expected, there is a legal mess going on with a game that uh, did not happen earlier this month uh, with lawyers involved, reimbursements demanded, and a lot of people unhappy, which sounds like, yeah, the NFL business as usual. So uh, what do you make of all this, and where is it going to end up? Uh, well, Clark, I'll tell you one thing. I, I actually thought the Hall and uh, did a pretty good job, made a pretty generous offer to reimburse people a full refund of the tickets and any fees that they were charged, any prepaid parking they paid for, any uh, uh, one night of hotel accommodations. Plus, they also gave them... Four tickets to the hall, good for uh, any time in the next five years, and uh, right to purchase tickets to a future game or enshrinement ceremony, and a 30% discount in their store. I mean, I thought it was all pretty good to give David Baker a lot of credit. The problem is, uh, in the times we live in, uh, you know, sorry is seldom good enough, and this right. was a lot more than sorry, but once you get lawyers involved, they have to justify what? Their fee. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and that's well, going to be a problem. I, I like what they were offered. Isn't that what the Boston Herald gives you every year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the online discount at the store. There you go. Yeah. Hey, hey Ron, why is it when we go, there's a three night minimum required, but when they're talking about refunds, it's one night. Well, it's, I mean, well, I, that's a good point. Uh, although I guess they would argue that those first two nights, uh, you know, are to go to the Hall of Fame and all that stuff. It wasn't really the game. I think that's part of the weirdest. How many people really go there for the game? I'm sure there's some, right. but. Uh, you, you know, so uh, I, I thought it was a pretty forward-looking kind of offer, and I give David Baker a lot of credit. He wasn't too happy that night from when he used some nasty words I heard. <laughs> Stunned to hear that. Unbelievable. <laughs> nasty words. You know, the Packers and the Colts words. went for the game. They went for the game. It didn't show. Um, <laughs> yeah. Listen. Yeah, they, I, I wonder can, what they're going to get. I wonder what they're going to That's what I'm looking for. Um, I can tell you where we're going to end up today, guys, uh, with a show that's loaded with guests. We have Hall of Fame nominee Jerry Jones here to give Goose 
His parting gift from the other day when Goose was Mr. Goose. World part two. Yeah, Mr. Goose. You love Mr. We, Goose. We also have former league executive Joe Brown to talk about another class of 2017 nominee. Be former Commissioner Paul Tagliabue, uh, former offensive lineman John Wooten, who was a good one, uh, is now head of the Fritz Pollard Alliance. He's going to join us to talk about minority hiring and how or if it works in the NFL, while former defensive lineman Leonard Marshall... He's going to check in as our latest entry in the high school football series. But first, I want to go back to Mr. Goose because, Rick, you had an interesting piece over the weekend in the Dallas Morning News on our favorite topic, and that would be the backlog of senior candidates for the Hall of Fame and how to fix it. It's a subject I know we've debated here before with the outcry of the failure to nominate, of course, Jerry Kramer again. Um, it's a subject, I think, that should be addressed. So um, how do you propose we try to reduce the number of deserving seniors waiting for a call that may never come? Well, I think you celebrate the 100th anniversary of the NFL with an amnesty year for seniors, create 10 new spots, one representing each decade of the league's existence. You know, it, it wouldn't be too hard to come up with 10 worthy candidates. I've got 95 all-decade players now in the senior poll, and 87 of, seven of them have never even been discussed as finalists. You know, I think a 10-year amnesty class wouldn't solve the problem, but it would be a step in the right direction of trying to fix a problem that cannot be fixed. And, and Goose, you wanted to hook it in with the 100th anniversary of the NFL, right? I mean, that, it's, it's sort of a perfect um, way to ten celebrate Ten years, it. ten players. Ten years, yeah. ten players. I, I think it's a great idea. Ron, you like it? Yeah, I do like it. You know, baseball did something similar with the New York League players, and rightfully so. Uh, it would clean up a, a portion of the mess, a uh, pretty good chunk of the mess, actually. Uh, I might tweak it a little bit in an attempt to... Would you want to put yourself in there? Yeah, well, that'd be nice. Uh, you know, <laughs> I've been nominated more times than Harry Carson and Art Monk together. Uh, but uh, the only tweak I would suggest is maybe in an effort to get it through the board there is that instead of every tenure group, uh, make it pre-1980 players. Uh, yeah. And then, and then close the door on them. But I would only say that if Duke Slater is one of them, otherwise keep that door open forever. Well, you know what? Um Goose and Ron, I was speaking to Ron Wolf at the Hall of Fame induction, and, and I'll tell you, it's the first thing he mentioned to me. I know, Goose, you were standing nearby, and, and you were talking to him as well, but he loved that idea, and he loved it because he first said, you know, what about Winston Hill? Oh, why don't you put Winston Hill in Canton? Um, and when I mentioned Goose's idea about amnesty, he thought it was terrific, uh, and he thought he, the idea of proposing it for the 100th anniversary of the NFL was also a great idea. It really, honestly, Goose... <laughs> It just seems to make too much sense not to happen, which is why it probably will not. Well, I'm not sure about that. You know, Canton has to do something special in 2019. You know, NFL, of course, started 100 years ago in an auto dealership there. You know, the Hall has one chance to celebrate this. You know, I do think the NFL draft will be held there in 2019. And I think there will be some f form of amnesty to open the door for more of the worthy candidates. It may not be 10, but I do think the class will be expanded. Yeah, I, I do know that uh, David Baker, touchdown maker, has... Uh Presented this to, to an idea similar to this to the board recently, uh, which has never happened before. And judging by his reactions to the canceled games, I think that he gives it uh, some hope for us to, that it might spread. And it's certainly, I mean, other those guys in Canton, who could say no? What would be the reason? Yeah, good question. <laughs> I, Not I don't that know. you need a reason. No. Um, <laughs> but speaking of that, Goose, that auto dealership that you mentioned, you and I visited the site of that auto dealership in downtown Canton. And you found it immediately, and what's there? A plaque. I mean, simply a plaque that we took. Um, I think of Ralph Hay. Ralph Hay and Jim Thorpe. Yeah, that was, it was cool. I thought it was very cool, downtown Canton. Um, okay, listen, the two of you are on the senior committee that brings these guys out. So if you had, let's say, five guys, I'll make it easy, not ten, five, you could put in tomorrow, no questions asked, 
Who would it be? And, Ron, you're going first here. Uh, that's easy. Duke Slater, Jerry Kramer, Billy Wilson, Johnny Robinson, Buckle Kilroy, and Eddie Cottell. I know that's six, but I can't that's count. That's six. <laughs> I can't count. I'm not a math major. I went to English. English is my life. Goose, how about you? I'll, I'll restrict mine to the players. Jerry Kramer, Johnny Robinson, Al Wister, Chuck Howley, and Alex Karras. Okay. All right. Alex um, Karras, Chuck Howley. Do we see something there, Clark? Yeah, a lot of yeah but I think he's, I mean, it's funny, we get a lot of, as you guys know, feedback on Chuck Holly on our website, um, why he's not in, Goose gets a lot of criticism, but I know Goose, you're pushing as hard as you can for these guys, Cliff Harris, another one, Drew Pearson, can't get him in, I don't know why, but you can't get him in, I guess the reason, as you mentioned, Goose, <laughs> just too many people, but um, one other, so simple question, it, as I said, it, it seems to me this would solve a few things, I mean, it's so different, as you mentioned, uh, guys, it, it would draw attention to the hall during the 100th anniversary of the NFL, and that's good. So with the draft, that I think that's very positive. Plus, it would start to reduce that glut of deserving seniors who really been ignored far too long with Jerry Kramer at the head of that field. Yeah, I, I, get, I don't think 10 slots really scratches the surface. Yeah, I agree. You know, I've got a list of 200 worthy candidates, and I doubt we'll ever discuss more than 20% of that list, and I doubt we'll enshrine 10% of it. And that's my one biggest problem with the selection process. Not enough qualified players are cycled through the room for discussion. Well, you know, I agree with you on a discussion. I'm not so sure there's as many players as, as you think. We've talked about this before. I like the fact that it's less than 1% of everybody who's ever played. I think some of these Hall of Fames have gotten uh, those doors are so wide you can drive a semi through there. So I like, in general, uh, a smaller hall. But uh, but you have to be careful. And, and you and I, we all know, Goose, there's a ton of guys who uh, you could justify. Goose, I, I love the idea, and I hope it happens. And we I also love like you, the idea. Mr. Goose. <laughs> I also like the idea. We're going to hear from Paul Tagabu's first lieutenant, that'd be former NFL executive Joe Brown, who's coming up right after this commercial break. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network's brought to you by Proactive. For just $19.95, you can get Proactive and a rotating deep cleansing brush valued at $45. But here's the best news. You get clear and stay clear or your money back. Call 1-800-644-5944. That's one 800 644-5944. We're also brought to you, of course, by Geico. That's Geico, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. Rev it up and bury the needle at Victory Motorcycles Redline Sales Event. Get rebates up to $2,500 or payments as low as $99 a month on a new V-Twin powered Victory Motorcycle. Now is the time to own the big-wheeled Magnum Bagger or the liquid-cooled Octane, the most powerful Victory ever built. Rev it up right now. Offer valid in U.S. and Canada, subject to credit approval, and valid on new 2014 through 2016 models and on 2017 Victory Octanes. Good through 83116. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line. Like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. 
Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation vary. Geico applauds your inner ride leader. An enthusiastic engine rev goes out to the biker in you who leads the pack. Even if that pack is a party of one, you're still a leader to Geico. To prove it, GEICO will insure your motorcycle with great rates and 24-7 customer service. And with GEICO by your side, you're never cruising solo, which means you've just been nominated as a real ride leader. Congrats. The smell of fine leather and trailblazing is in your future. GEICO Motorcycle. See how much you could save. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6. Totally updated with all-new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Hey, Ron, quick question yes. for you. Yes, sir. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? He's Mr. Goose. Should have called. Save himself some money. You are correct, sir. Not just Mr. Goose, but everyone. It means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. Last week, as you know, the Hall of Fame Contributor Committee chose Jerry Jones and former NFL Commissioner Paul Tagliabue as its candidates for the class of 2017. You're going to be hearing from Jerry later in this hour, but right now we have with us Paul Tagliabue's right-hand man. That'd be former league VP Joe Brown, who's a good friend of ours. And he spent 50, yes, five zero years in the NFL office, the longest run of any league office employee, and was honored earlier this month by the Hall of Fame. Joe, first of all, congratulations on the Hall's Ralph Hay Pioneer Award. And second, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Yeah, that was a, that was a special weekend. Uh, I had my two sons and my wife out there. It was a high honor. Well, and very deserved honor, Joe. Um, I, I know you believe strongly in Paul Tagliabue as a Hall of Fame inductee. If you could stand before voters today and, let's say, in 75 words or fewer, that may be tough, but tell them what his three greatest, or tell them what his three greatest accomplishments were as a commissioner, what would they be? Um, I think labor peace, first of all, Clark, because that's the foundation for everything that was uh, it's positive. It gave us stability uh, in the 90s and into the 2000s. Uh, we had lived through the the 80s with two work stoppages and and uh, replacement games and as you guys remember the dissolution of the union but starting with the with the uh, new cba in 1993 we had expansion we had new sponsorships new stadium and so on so uh, uh labor peace certainly was one and then i think that uh, paul started to change uh, the culture of the league toward safer and clear uh, cleaner play rather than allowing uh, 
some of the coaches and players, especially on the defensive side, to run wild on the field. And then uh, off the field, he got tough with uh, performance-enhancing drugs, including steroids. And then thirdly, I'd say he convinced some club owners who were reluctant to share the league-wide revenues 32 ways instead of just the 28. But he convinced them that uh, we would increase the scope and uh, popularity of the sport uh, by expanding, in the case of at least Cleveland and Houston, uh, making those big cities uh, whole again. So I I would say those three would be... uh, uh, near, at or near the top. Hey, Joe, on the flip side, what was the toughest challenge Paul faced as commissioner? Was it 9-11, uh, franchise moving, or possibly the loss of L.A.? Uh, Goose, I, I really think that uh, convincing the, the players and the coaches as well as uh, some game officials and front office GMs that the culture had to change regarding the safe play. As, as I said, the league had allowed defenses to run uh, with free reign on the field, take hits on defensive, uh, defenseless uh, players. And also there had been a tolerance for many years about performance-enhancing substances. And I think that when the new CBA was signed in 93 and Paul convinced uh, Upshaw and the union that uh, year-round, year-round uh, random steroid testing was the right thing, they bought into it, which, which was... Uh, very, very helpful, but uh, he had to convince, he and the competition committee, and some of the members of the competition committee were reluctant, as you might recall, but uh, had to convince them that uh, that uh, the, for the long-term good of the league, we had to make the game a, a safer game, and uh, that's what he did. Joe, by, by choice, I think to a great extent, uh, Paul wasn't the more, uh, public figure in the way that some guys are known as a public figure. I just wanted to sort of what four or five words you would use to describe him to, to someone who didn't really know him? Yeah, well, in terms of the public figure, Ron, I mean, replacing Roselle was a tough act to follow. I mean, Pete had been commissioner for 30 years and was, I always said that it was no coincidence that his initials were PR because he was <laughs> uh, he was someone who was, who was out front. And Paul came from a different background. He was an antitrust lawyer, but someone who Pete, especially in the 80s, relies very much on. But I think when you talk about Paul, I'd say driven, that, uh, God, he no one worked harder than Paul. We used to kid that uh, his idea of taking it easy on the weekend in the office was to wear a, uh, a blazer and tie instead of a suit and tie. That was his idea of a casual Saturday. But he was brilliant. He was always, not because he set up, but he was always, the, and still is, the smartest guy in the room. Compassionate, not a, not a side that uh, the sports media perhaps saw very often, but uh, he also was patient. He was patient with the club owners. He was patient uh, with the union that he put out an idea and let them think about it overnight, two nights, three nights, and then come back to them. But he was he was patient and was able to get things done. And also, I think he was a uh, I don't know if it's one word, but I, I think he was a consensus builder. You hyphenate the word, it's one word. There consensus builder uh, in terms of, you know, whether it was the Rooney Rule, working with uh, Ambassador Rooney to get the, the Rooney Rule done to give minorities a, a bigger chance uh, at advancing uh, in the league. And certainly uh, in uh, in New Orleans, uh, after post, post-Katrina, uh, he was patient uh, with Tom Benson let the Saints play 
some games over in San Antonio. But then uh, Tom came to realize with Paul's help that uh, uh, going back to New Orleans and, and helping to, to restart the city and to help rebuild the city, that that was really the, uh, was the right thing to do. I always, I always say, and it's true, that Jim Carville, in my presence, and, and, and I think publicly has said that, uh, at least in New Orleans, that they should take down the statue of uh, Robert E. Lee, uh, which I understand they're trying to do. But anyway, take down the statue of Robert E. Lee and Lee Circle and put one up, as Carville says, of Paul J. Taliabue for everything that, uh, that Paul that Paul did to keep the franchise in, uh, in New Orleans. We're speaking with former league executive Joe Brown on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com. And we're talking about... Former commissioner and now Hall of Fame nominee Paul Tagaboo and Joey, about a minute and a half left. But um, you know the flip side of it. And the, the, the flip side of uh, that's going to come up in the discussion is that uh, under his tenure, the, the, the concussion um, and CT link wasn't addressed. There was the loss of L.A. Um, the 2006 CBA came undone and became the 2011 lockout or uh, yeah, lockout. How valid are those criticisms? And, and could they, do you think in your mind, could they be a potential hurdle that would be difficult to overcome? Oh, yeah. Well, there's no, you know, there's no perfect candidate. Uh, you guys have been in those discussions for years. But I know that I heard Goose uh, on a radio interview saying uh, concussions. You, know, you go back to Frank Gifford being knocked out the entire season in 1961, I think it was, and, and Roger Staubach uh, retiring perhaps early in, in part because of fear of concussions. It, it, you know, Paul was the one who, who appointed the first um, MTBI concussion committee back, back in 94. Uh, I know he's been criticized. Uh, Dr. Pellman was the chair, but Dr. Pellman was the coordinator. Dr. Pellman was the administrator of that committee, but it also included a neurologist, a neurosurgeon, Dr. Tucker, the team doctor in Baltimore. But Paul was the one who who went after the concussions that, as I said earlier, realized that the, the culture of the league had to change. And it was not an easy thing. In terms of L.A., we did everything except uh, give Al Davis extra footballs to try to get him to stay at, at Hollywood Park. He wanted to go back He wanted to go back to Oakland. And then in, in 99, I was there. Uh, you know, we gave on a conditional basis. We gave the franchise to Los Angeles. Joe, thanks so much for the time, and really thanks for the insight into Paul Tagaboo. We hope to speak to you again soon. All right, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. That's former league executive Joe Brown. Coming up next, another class of 2017 nominee, Dallas owner Jerry Jones. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. The better you drive, the more you save. Bears and bats, they live in a cave, but that's irrelevant here. So back to the subject we steer. Snapshot saves you money when you drive safe. I wear corduroy pants. I don't mind that they chafe. The better you drive, the more you can save. With Snapshot from Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in all states or from all agents. Burger King presents breakfast stories today's story marty and the two for four dollar croissant yeah i go to burger king they got that uh, croissant sandwich deal two for four dollars it's wicked good with the sausage dude and two for four dollars that is a huge bargain huge <laughs> well said marty tasty savory sausage on a flaky croissant hey this is not breakfast this is a burger king breakfast get two croissant sandwiches now for just four dollars only a burger king price of participation vary on paper, summer is almost over. On asphalt, that's an entirely different story. 
During the Indian Motorcycle Legendary Summer Event, find great offers on America's first motorcycle, like a $1,500 trade-in allowance on select models, with payments as low as $5 a day, but only for a limited time. So see your Indian Motorcycle dealer today and make your summer legendary. Promotional offer subject to credit approval. Offers valid through 9-30-16. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet, never drink and ride. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise, give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line. Like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. So go. So where else you should go? Burger King. Because there, you can get two croissant witch breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two for one, only at Burger King. Price of participation vary and restrictions apply. It's a pretty good deal, but we got a better one. As advertised, we have a returning guest with us and not just any guest, but the owner of the world's most valuable sporting franchise, Mr. Jerry Jones. Forbes magazine placed a $4 billion value on the Dallas Cowboys in 2016, vaulting it past international soccer powers like Real Madrid, FC Barcelona, and Manchester United. That alone should be cause for celebration for Jerry, who owns the Cowboys. But you know what? He received better news last week when he was named one of the two contributor candidates for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2017. And he's here today to talk to us about it. Jerry... Congratulations and welcome back. Well, Clark, first of all, it's good to be back on. I'm a great fan of your show and and of what you're doing. It uh, uh, really is uh, uh, such a tribute to uh, the game and the Hall of Fame that uh, we have the emphasis that your show uh, stresses, and I'm sure our fans really get to join. I will say this, though. uh, I think it's the first time that I've ever been compared to a... uh, uh, a burger. And I, well, I appreciated that good introduction. <laughs> well, congratulations. It's always a but first like for something. I like Burger King, too. Hey, and if I, can, if I can hold up as long as Burger Kings have held up, I'll be in great shape. <laughs> hey, Jerry you, Jerry, you were a captain in all Southwest Conference lineman on the 64 Arkansas team that won the national title. Walking off that cotton ball field after beating Nebraska to cap a perfect season and close your playing career, did it ever cross your mind that one day you'd be on the doorstep of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well, uh, Goose, and I promised everybody I'd call you Goose one time. (laughs) Everybody that has a great relationship and knows Rick well knows that he's lovingly referred to as Goose. I really had to look it up and see who Rick was. But, uh, no, candidly, uh, uh, it never, never crossed my mind. We were playing in the Cotton Bowl, as would have it, right in Dallas. And, of course, to think that I would end up in Dallas... Uh, as uh, a boy from Arkansas was beyond that imagination. But, you know, we had just come from working out for a week in Houston, and uh, one of the last things we did was have a tour of the Astrodome that hadn't had a game played in it 
but basically uh, was ready to go uh, for baseball, uh, as football as well, but for baseball. And I'm telling you, when I walked in that Astrodome, I thought, my gosh, what would it have been like or be like to play in something like this? It was like going to Mars. And in building our stadium, I often thought back of those days there, my senior year, and what it felt like not only to see Judge Hoffine's Astrodome, but uh, I really did. I knew uh, when we were talking about building the stadium, we wanted to do more. We wanted to make it as much of a wow factor as that was then. But I really never thought, no, that we'd be having this conversation today. I don't know that anybody saw the NFL uh, in this light that we're in today. I know when I bought the team in 89, I, I couldn't have envisioned the, the substantiveness of, uh, of where we are. It may be misplaced, but it's still there when it comes to the interest in our game. And it's really been inspirational. I, I'm a walk-on, and um, uh, it's just been inspirational to be a part of the NFL. It's, it's certainly made me be beyond anything that I could have ever uh, aspired to be. Well, as you know, Jerry, there's only uh, 10 NFL owners in the Hall of Fame. you got a couple of Mares. Uh, you got a pair of Roonies. Uh, then you got some Singletons, Lamar Hunt, my pal Al Davis, Eddie DeBartolo, and, and now you're in position to possibly be the 11th owner. Is that humbling to you when you think of some of those names and some of those guys? Well, it, uh, I, I might have to say that's almost uh, uh, understating it to say uh, humbling because I know what those men uh, what they contributed and what they uh, did to make the game that we know today. I had a high, high sense of uh, value or a sense of uh, position uh, for the NFL and for the game. Uh, as a youngster, I used to slip off. Right after I got out of college, I'd slip off from my job, literally. And I would go hang out in the lobby uh, in Houston, or I might go to uh, an, another uh, city and just be around when the AFL owners met. And that was Lamar Hunt, or that was Bud Adams, or that was Ralph Wilson. And I just wanted to catch them if they came out of a meeting and go up and be near them and talk to them. And I just lived a dream of somehow, some way being involved. And uh, my actual master's thesis when I got out of school, or before I got my master's degree, was uh, the role of oral communication, selling, if you will, in uh, modern-day football. And so it was a dream, uh, but I never dreamed that uh, I'd be involved in something as, uh, as uh, uh, interesting and as exciting as the NFL today. Jerry, it sounds like you should have gone into the media because you can do a lot of standing around waiting for NFL owners to come out of there, too. Yeah, we're used to it. You're the only one who stops, by the way. Yeah, you're the only one who stops. Well, I, let me just say this. I, I may have learned something because uh, Bud Adams, uh, Lamar Hunt, those guys stopped. And uh, Joe Robbie, they would stop. And they would literally uh, visit. And I was wide-eyed and bushy-tailed, but, boy, they'd talk. As a matter of fact, when I uh, got in the NFL with the Cowboys, my first meeting, I don't know that Joe Robbie, uh, he, re he remembered me uh, coming to see him and being in Miami, uh, but uh, Lamar Hunt did, of, uh, of course, that that was the same uh, Jerry Jones that was there uh, some 20 years earlier when I was uh, 
just uh, graduated from college. We're speaking with Dallas owner and Hall of Fame Class of 2017 nominee Jerry Jones on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com. And Jerry, um, two-part question. What do you consider your greatest accomplishment as an NFL owner, and, and what would a gold jacket mean to you? Well, first of all, it's, uh, it's, it's surreal for me. Uh, I, again, am so aware of the, of the uh, uh, journey to uh, have rec- have that kind of recognition, uh, but uh, that to me, uh, the uh, I always had an exaggerated, if you will, uh, sense of uh, what the NFL could be. Football, the game. Uh, I know that I had that great opportunity to be a part of some success at the college level, and it it branded me, boy. It just made me uh, want more of it. I frankly wanted to be a coach worse than anything and uh, but I also had a little greediness about me and I saw what coaches made and I said I, I want to do better than that and uh, had I known what I was going to be paying them I might have been a coach <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but by the same token uh, just the aspiring to uh, be involved in the game and uh, I've said this uh, many times I know a lot of the things that I'm involved in uh, have to do with the uh, financial aspect of our game, the league, those things. But uh, that's an end. That's an end result. The purpose of anything I've ever thought about trying had to do with, boy, that might be interesting as a fan. Or that might be uh, uh, something that would enhance uh, the competitiveness or something like that. It never started out with a dollar figure in mind. As a matter of fact, uh, I had been fortunate and and uh, got, got enough money to uh, get involved in the NFL, and I spent all that money to get involved because I wanted to be in the NFL a lot more than I wanted that money. And I'll tell you this, at the time that I became involved in the NFL, it was a, it was a flat scene. It was not an uptick thing going on. As a matter of fact, I bought part of the Cowboys from the FDIC. They had been foreclosed on, and the Cowboys were losing over a million a month in cash flow. And uh, you had, you could argue, that you had models that didn't work financially. And so it wasn't about that. It was about being a part of, I want to rub elbows. Uh, I've said this uh, many times. You guys have given your lives to sports uh, as media. Uh, the people that I wanted to be around, I wanted to be around people that uh, had that high opinion of, of sports and what it could bring. Hey, Jerry, can I stop you right there? Jerry, we're going to have to go commercial, but can you stay with us? Of course, I'd like to. Terrific. When we return, we'll have more from Dallas owner and Hall of Fame nominee Jerry Jones. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Water. Hey, it's me, Water. Ah, look, about what happened in your apartment with a broken pipe. Um, I just wanted to apologize for ruining all your stuff, and I hope this can all just be some me under the bridge someday. Oh, and also, I'm not paying for anything. Okay, bye. 
Water never pays for water damage. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price of participation vary. Rev it up and bury the needle at Victory Motorcycles Redline Sales Event. Get rebates up to $2,500 or payments as low as $99 a month on a new V-Twin powered Victory Motorcycle. Now is the time to own the big-wheeled Magnum Bagger or the liquid-cooled Octane, the most powerful victory ever built. Rev it up right now. Offer valid in U.S. and Canada, subject to credit approval, and valid on new 2014 through 2016 models and on 2017 Victory Octanes. Good through 83116. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. Welcome back. We're speaking with Dallas owner Jerry Jones, who last week was nominated for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2017, and who last weekend had our Rick, Dr. Data, Goose Goslin over to his new home, away from home. That would be the Cowboys' new training facility for a tour and, I understand, Jerry, free room and board? Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> That always goes with getting the <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Jerry, let's talk a little bit about the financial side of football. Um, you showed owners how to make money on stadiums with a corporate sponsorship you sold early on to Nike, Pepsi, and American Express. And I, I remember well because I was covering the 49ers that time, and they were complaining, and then all of a sudden they embraced it because you were making a lot of money. And since then, there have been 22 new stadiums built with a 23rd on its way in L.A., but stadium number 20 in that list, you know it well. It's your stadium. Jerry World, the NFL's first billion-dollar stadium, which opened in 2010. My question is, why did, it, why did it take so long, Jerry? Why did you wait so long to build your own stadium? Well, first of all, I got a good chance to see a lot of great stadiums built and got a lot of good ideas uh, from those activities. I spent a lot of time really all over the world looking at stadiums. But I also looked at buildings that weren't stadiums. And uh, our stadium, in many cases, one of the building contractors uh, joked with my family and said, guys, you're not trying to build a Ritz Hotel here. This is a stadium. And one of them said, well, maybe that's where we ought to start over again. We want parts of this place looking like the lobby of the Ritz. And so uh, our idea was how can we take that experience and enhance it uh, and, and maybe even a uh, uh, accelerated way. It was really built for television. And you say, how is that? We could have probably built that place and uh, had a great place for the Cowboys to play in. But when you have Al Michaels, when you have a John Matt, Chris Collinsworth, when you have those guys look at the stadium and say, folks, you should see this. You've got to have real meat on the bone. And so they portray the stadium and aspects of the stadium, the architect, the uh, engineering, the art, uh, how it's designed, all of that. They have to do that so that people can live it vicariously when they're watching television. Only 7%, 7 of NFL fans have ever been inside an NFL stadium. 
they lived that vicariously through what's said and shown about the stadium. We wanted a stadium that really have a, a great experience with through the eyes of the people calling the game. Jerry, you talked about TV. How concerned are you that the NFL is going to become a studio game, that it's easier and more comfortable for fans to stay home and watch the games in their den on a 70-inch high-def television set? Well, very early on, right when I walked through the doors with the Cowboys, Tex Ram, to use his statement to me, said, this sport cannot be a studio game. You have to have the pageantry of the crowd. You have to have the social experience of the crowd. That's what helps make this game exciting. And consequently, are uh, really doing a good job in television or doing a good job of the mediums that are out there today really creates competition for a stadium in a way so that you have to make those 10 games, you have to make those almost small Super Bowls to create an excitement of my city against your city. Uh, you play twice a year, maybe once a year, and all of that has got to happen in the aura of the real experience to make it come across on television, if you will. So it's critical. We can't be a studio game. You couldn't get this story told and have this game if you just had a few thousand people watching it live. Jerry, are you close to, to pricing the average fan out? I don't think so. Uh, uh, Bob Costa asked me, uh, what do you think about the prices of the tickets? He asked me on his, one of his shows, and uh, what do you think about the price of a Coke or a price of a beer? And I said, Bob, I said, it's like anything else. I said, uh, 30 years ago, you could get a man like you for about $50,000 a year. <laughs> and, uh, do you want to tell the audience how much you're making? <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Uh, Jerry, we got about 45 seconds to go, on, but I love to hear this story. We talk about all your business accomplishments, but I'd like to ask you about your first business endeavor out of college, which I believe was ownership of a chain of Shakey's Pizzas in, in Missouri. Why pizza? Well, first of all, the, uh, I had a chance to be involved in many Kentucky Fried or many McDonald's. It was the uh, just the start of franchising. Well, while I was actually still in school, I chose Shakey's Pizza Parlor. The rationale was every restaurant in the world makes a hamburger. That's McDonald's. And everybody knows you cook fried chicken at home. So <laughs> Kentucky Fried's not the deal. So, But how can you beat that pizza, which, by the way, really had just started in the American way in uh, restaurants during those early 60s for the most part. But boy, they had that Shakey's banjo players <laughs> on the table, and it just looked like more fun. Of course, uh, that was the wrong choice out of the three. So much for my business. <laughs> hey, Jerry, I, I hear a banjo playing. It means we got to get going. Thanks so much for the time, and best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Thanks, Jerry. It's been a, pl it's been a pleasure. Keep up this show. Thank Thanks, you. Jerry. Thanks, that Jerry. was Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. And now, yep, it's time to go to the two-minute drill with Ron asking this week's question. So, Ron, let's get to it. Real two minutes. The NFL has eliminated probable from its injury report and expanded doubtful and questionable categories, making the former 0.1% to 49.9%. Is that dubious? The probable category is just a waste of paper. Think of all the forests the NFL has now saved. No, it's a fantasy football nightmare. 
Buffalo's quarterbacks are practicing with mini cameras on their helmets to show them what they're looking at. Isn't that what their eyes are for? When your quarterbacks are sacked 42 times, all they're seeing is stars, so the camera is a great idea. Yes, Ron, it is, but uh, look at it this way. Now their grandkids get to see their interceptions. Player rep Ramon Foster is urging players to save money for a potential 2020 strike. Who has deeper pockets, Ramon Foster or Dan Rooney? Jody Foster, maybe. Not Ramon. Jody Foster, yes. Foster's going into his eighth NFL season. Will he even be in the NFL in 2020? I'm not sure if you, me, Clark, or Ramon will be around in 2020 for the NFL. Yeah, better question, I think, Ron, is will he still be in the NFL in 2017? <laughs> Will the new touchback rule result in more concussion-producing kick returns or less? Hello, pop-up kickoffs. Hello, concussions. It's going to result in somebody signing Devin Hester. A lawyer seeking redress in the wake of the canceled Hall of Fame game says the NFL deliberately defrauded the fans. Isn't the Hall of Fame game itself a fraud? The entire month of August is a deliberate effort to defraud fans. <laughs> Absolutely. The entire preseason is a fraud. That's why they call them exhibition games. Colts punter Pat McAfee said in a podcast the players of the Hall of Fame game were not allowed to tweet about it. Is that conduct detrimental to Roger Goodell? McAfee's a punter. He could have tweeted. It's conduct detrimental to Donald Trump. That's the end of, the That's the end of our first hour, but don't go anywhere. Coming up, we have John Wooten of the Fritz Pollard Alliance, former defensive lineman Leonard Marshall, and our Hall of Fame of backup quarterbacks. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You sit on the edge of a lake, worries floating away with each breath. You have just bundled your ATV and RV insurance and saved a large sum of money. Now all is perfect. You carry on a conversation with an owl. He asks most of the questions. Ascend to a higher plane of insurance with Progressive. Bundle your outdoor vehicles and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states. On paper, summer is almost over. On asphalt, that's an entirely different story. During the Indian Motorcycle Legendary Summer Event, find great offers on America's first motorcycle, like a $1,500 trade-in allowance on select models, with payments as low as $5 a day, but only for a limited time. So see your Indian motorcycle dealer today and make your summer legendary. Promotion offers subject to credit approval. Offers valid through 9-30-16. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet, never drink and ride. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Five decades ago, John Wooten was part of the block in front of Cleveland that made Jim Brown a rushing champion and the Browns a perennial NFL power. 
Now, John, still paving a path in the NFL. Only this time is chairman of the Fritz Pollard Alliance, which promotes the hiring of minority candidates for head coach and front office vacancies. This month was big for John and the Alliance with the Hall of Fame induction of Tony Dungy, the first African-American coach to win a Super Bowl and a guy with the sixth best winning percentage of all time. And this day is a big one for us because we have John Wooten here. John, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Hey, John, in his induction speech, Tony Dungy cited the 10 African-Americans who were assistant coaches when he broke into the NFL in 1977. You were a scout for the Cowboys back then. Did you ever envision the day when an African-American coach would be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Well, we were just thrilled after really to see Tony go in there on Saturday evening. The thing that really said in our mind as we reflected back was what had happened at Super Bowl 41 when Tony and Lucky were the first minority or African-American coaches to coach in the ultimate game of NFL football, and that is the Super Bowl. So we knew at an early time that there were people out here that could coach. We had seen this as we reflected back all the way back to Fritz Pollard when he was coaching the attack and throws. And, and this is what spurred us on to push, number one, for the Black Coaches Visitation Program under uh, Commissioner Pete Rozelle. Then we luckily got the break that we needed when Bill Walsh came aboard with his support and help in putting African-American or minority coaches into the position that they were. And then when the league under Commissioner Tagliabue moved to the diversity committee uh, after the study that had been done by Johnny Cochran and Cyrus Mary of diversity and inclusion committee headed by Ambassador Dan Rooney. So that's what really gave us all that we wanted in terms of being able to push forward. What, uh, in your mind, John, did the induction of Tony mean to the Fritz Pollard Alliance and, and you know, for young uh, black coaches going forward? I, I think that you, you saw a real move of saying to the American public that there are minorities out here that, when given the opportunity, can excel and will excel. And, and this is why the Fritz Pollard under the Rooney Rule has been, in my opinion, a move that has made the National Football League the top pro sports league in the world. We're speaking with John Wooten, chairman of the Fritz Pollard Alliance on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com. And John... There have been 47 NFL head coaching hires since 2010, but only seven of those jobs went to African-Americans. Is the Rooney Rule working? Clark, you know, I, I can't even start to tell you how great the rule is working. It is working especially well. First of all, in order to really appreciate what the Rooney Rule is doing, just ask Ken Ferrari there at the NFL to send you a chart of minorities throughout organizations all over the National Football League in all capacities, assistant head coaches, 
uh, offensive defensive coordinators, general manager, assistant general manager, directors, player personnel, all the way up to chief operating officer Kevin Warren at Minnesota. It, it, it is done since 2002, an outstanding of opportunity for minorities. John, is there anything you would do to tweak it? There, there are a couple of things. Rick, what I would like to do, and I've spoken to Ambassador Rooney, the commissioner on it, go all the way back, and I know you will remember George Young. George Young came with a program when he was working in the league office that gave a benefit to coaches who were 58 years old and had 17 years in the league. And that became the 75-year rule, that if you were fired and did not get a job, and this you were 58 years old and you had been in the league 17 years, you would receive the same benefit that you would get at age 65. Hmm. Now, what this did was, if you were under contract to a team and you had the opportunity to make a vertical move to assistant head coach or coordinator, you could move because you won the contract of the team. I would like to see that rule, that 75-year-old rule, eliminated. And therefore, if you got the opportunity to go to another team, and it's a vertical move. Now, understand, I'm not just saying hopping from DB to DB for more money, but if you had the opportunity to go to another team as a defensive coordinator, even though you were on the contract to the particular team, you could still go. I would like to see that change. I'll go back to what we used to have. Let's see it that way. Now, the second side is if a team such as the Chicago Bears, John Fox, loses his coordinator to Miami, then he has to bring in a diverse slate candidate to take that position. John, you know, Romeo Cornell and Hugh Jackson were fired as NFL head coaches after one season. Lovey Smith was fired in Tampa after two. Leslie Frazier only lasted three years uh, with the Vikings, and Herman uh, Edwards three years with the Chiefs. And I'm just wondering, you know, you saw us hear about these five-year plans. All the coaches got five-year plans. Do you have any concerns that there's less patience with minority head coaches than either than there should be, or that there are, frankly, with, with white head coaches? Not, not really. I, that, you know, we look at it point, and, and the only thing that we have that bothered me was the year that Lovey Smith went 10-6 and six over at Chicago, and he gets fired. You know, I mean, when you win 10 games in the National Football League, you have done a lot of things right. You know, and, and, and then the other thing that sort of bothers me is the fact that now Romeo is in the league, Hugh Jackson got another chance. Those things are great, as, as, which is the same position. Look at North Turner, and he's, he's had two or three shots, and now he's where I think he belongs. And I love North Turner, but I think that he's more of a coordinator than he is a head coach, and I think that happened. Fortunately for Hugh Jackson, Marv Lewis, and and, and Mike Brown was able to bring him back to Cincinnati, and he proved his ability, and now he's at Cleveland as a head coach. Those are the kind of things that happen, and 
that's why it is so important that you continually push for preparation so that when the opportunity comes, you're ready to Can't let you get away without asking you a Jim Brown question. Those eight rushing titles in nine seasons, was it Jim Brown or was it his blocking? It was Jim Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Jim had one simple rule, and that is give me the line of Hey, hey, John, did Jim ever tell you, get out of my way? <laughs> no, but he told my good friend Chuck know that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, thanks so much. Thanks for joining hey, us. Listen, guys, thank you much. Thanks, John. Appreciate, appreciate it. The league is a great league for us all. Thanks for the time. And you know what? Best of luck with the Fritz Pollard Alliance. Uh, this league could use more and a lot more Tony Dungies. Thanks again, John. Well, we all it's good for the league. Thank you much. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. So that was John Wooten of the Fritz Pollard Alliance. And guys, what do you think about what he had to say? I mean, do you believe that the Pollard Alliance is doing its job or are clubs circumnavigating the Rooney Rule? Goose? Yeah, I think they've always been circumnavigating it. I go back to the early days, the rule when it seemed like Sherman Lewis and Jimmy Ray were going to every club for the interview, usually the first one in and then sent home and then they went about picking their their head coach, I think uh, I think that's still being done. I don't think the league is getting serious about it yet. Ron? Yeah, well, I tend to see, think the same. I know my friend Art Shell uh, told me stories about going to several interviews, including one in Miami where he knew there was no job there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he just sort of, well, okay, maybe, you know, in case of a heart attack or something, you go and interview. But uh, And that's got to be a, t- a difficult thing to sort of know you're going in there and it's a dog and pony show. Uh, John thinks otherwise, you know, I mean, he's got his finger on the pulse. Uh, but I just think overall it hasn't worked as well as it should have. Well, Ron, what's not a difficult thing is to stop right here and go to a break. When we return, we're going to name our Hall of Fame of backup quarterbacks, and maybe, maybe Denver can start one of them. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. GEICO presents a voicemail from your friend, Water. Hey, it's me, Water. Ah, look, about what happened in your apartment with a broken pipe. Um, I just wanted to apologize for ruining all your stuff, and I hope this can all just be some me under the bridge someday. Oh, and also, I'm not paying for anything. Okay, bye. Water never pays for water damage. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Here's an idea. Instead of waiting for your boss to give you a raise... Give yourself one. It's easier than you think. By refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could add hundreds of dollars each month to your bottom line. Like a boss. To learn how, call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents breakfast stories today's story marty and the two for four dollar sandwich yeah i go to burger king they got that uh sandwich deal two for four dollars it's wicked good with the sausage dude and two for four dollars that is a huge bargain 
Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation vary. On paper, summer is almost over. On asphalt, that's an entirely different story. During the Indian Motorcycle Legendary Summer Event, find great offers on America's first motorcycle, like a $1,500 trade-in allowance on select models, with payments as low as $5 a day, but only for a limited time. So see your Indian Motorcycle dealer today and make your summer legendary. Promotion offers subject to credit approval. Offers valid through 9-30-16. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet, never drink and ride. Hi, Tom Bodette. Seems like everyone's got an idea for a startup. From innovations like laundry sharing to startups that help other startups start up. Well, rather than starting up, Motel 6 is starting fresh by renovating rooms nationwide, still for a great low price. It's a smart place to invest your capital every time you venture. Unlike my cat cologne startup, fail. I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book online at motel6.com. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. You know what it means when GEICO says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you should have gone to GEICO.com 15 minutes ago. Sound like a pretty good deal? It's because it is. And I'll tell you, it's another good deal. Participate in Burger King restaurants, you can get two cross sandwich, cross sandwich, breakfast sandwiches for just $4. Yep, that's two for one. Only Burger King. Price and participation vary and restrictions apply. Guys, I see where Denver's Gary Kubiak says he's going to name his starting quarterback next week. And there's a possibility, and maybe a good one. That the defending Super Bowl champions are going to start someone who hasn't thrown a pass in his NFL career, which is a first. That's right. Hasn't thrown a pass. So that has me thinking about backup quarterbacks and how important they are. Goose, I know you addressed it earlier. I think it was last month or so on backups. And since this is a Hall of Fame-centric show, we're going to follow Jerry Jones's lead and open our own building today, which would be the Hall of Fame of backup quarterbacks. Goose, where do you want to put it? Where do you want to locate it? In Muskegon, Michigan, the home of the greatest backup quarterback who ever lived. Coincidentally, he's a Spartan. Earl Morrill. What an upset. For injured starters on two different franchises and took teams to the Super Bowl. He filled in for John Unitas on the 68 Colts and Bob Greasy on the 72 Dolphins. He voted NFL MVP in 68, AFC Player of the Year in 72. So build a statue for Morrill and put it in Muskegon. Okay, Ron. We already have our backup (laughs) band here. You want to call this backup hall something? What do you want to call it? Sure. The hall's closet. These guys have to come out of the closet to get out of the field. (laughs) I don't know that that one's going to fly. That's good. (laughs) Well, at least it's a hall of the few and the proud and the clipboard carriers. And there's one important caveat, gentlemen, to picking these guys. Your nominee must be someone who made his name, his reputation, I don't care, whatever, as a backup, not as a starter. So don't give me Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger, Kurt Warner, guys who came off the bench to start and become Super Bowl winners. No, I want backups. I want backups. And yes, they could have started, you know, like that one notable Michigan State alum that Goose has already named the building after, I guess. But um, The closet. The, <laughs> Well, at least he's putting it in his home. Um, But they didn't spend the bulk of their careers as starters. And so, Goose, 
since you're a Michigan State alum and you've already given us a hint, Earl Morrill, who your first choice is going to be. Take it away, buddy. Well, I'm going to skip right down to number two on my list after oh. Morrill. Jeff Hostetler, the only backup quarterback ever to win a Super Bowl with the 1990 Giants. When Phil Sims went down in December, Hostetler stepped in and steered the G-men to five straight victories, including a Super Bowl victory over the Bills. Ron, you're next. Uh, He's already got me? two in. He's already got two in. I know. Right. He's cheating. He's got a bigger He's closet. Cheating. He's got Try a walk-in closet. Uh, <laughs> a well, my, choice, closet. my first choice is uh, Frank Reich. 20 starts in 13 years, but we all remember when he came off the bench in 1993 to lead the Buffalo Bills back from a 32-point deficit to beat the Oilers in the playoffs. They wanted to keep Jim Kelly right where he was sitting the next week, but they didn't. Back to the bench for Frank, into the closet with him. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, my favorite team, the Baltimore Colts, and Gary Quazzo would be my choice because he was so good that when he replaced John Unitas in a November 1965 game versus Minnesota, he threw four, five, count them, five touchdowns, something Johnny U never did in his Hall of Fame career. But Gary was also so good that when he got tired of living in Johnny Unitas' shadow, which was the next year, and asked out of Baltimore, they trade him to the Saints. And you know what? The Saints sent the Colts center Bill Curry and their number one draft pick, who would become Michigan State's Bubba Smith. Whoa. Kill Bubba Kill. Guys, That's a good one. Jimmy Tobin wrote who stepped in for an injured Bobby Lane in December of 1957 and won three consecutive games for Detroit's last NFL title. He railed the Lions from a 27-7 deficit in the Western Conference playoff against Clark's 49ers, then threw four touchdown passes and rushed for a fifth score and a 59-14 route of the Cleveland Browns in the NFL title game. Remember who coached that Lions team, Goose? It wasn't Buddy Parker, George Wilson. <laughs> that's right. It wasn't Buddy Parker. That's a, that's who you would say. Um, Ron? George Wilson. Didn't he, he live ne- didn't he live next door to Dennis the Menace? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy Parker, however, did get Tobin wrote to that team. I just thought I'd mention that, but he, he's right. Buddy Parker went out the Steelers. Ron, you got the next one. I mean, you should probably have the next two, I guess. because I should. From where I get, look, Rick has got three, and you and I have one. He's got three, and it's the it's instead of the NFL, it's the MFL, the Michigan Football League. Can you talk about somebody else? Well, I think he's um, going to win a lot of games with those guys. <laughs> My next choice is uh, the long forgotten, apparently, Tom Matty. Tom oh, Matty, the Ohio oh, State yes. quarterback who uh, in 1965 took over as the Colts starting quarterback after Johnny Unitas and your pal Gary Quazzo went down in back-to-back games against the uh, Chicago Bears and Green Bay Packers. And that week, in search of a quarterback, Shula called up Woody Hayes and said, what do you think of Tom Matty, a quarterback? And he said, good runner. <laughs> and that's exactly the way it turned out. He led him to a 2017 win over the Rams, running for 99 yards. Then they went and lost an overtime playoff game to the Packers, 13-10. to 10, He missed game. the field goal. Chandler right. missed the field goal, Ron. Chandler missed the field goal. And do you remember who the quarterbacks were in that game? Tom, uh, uh, it was the Battle of Zeke the Closets. Brakowski. Zeke Brakowski. Right. Battle of the Closets. <laughs> You know why? Because I think Starr got hurt on that first pass that was intercepted. I think it was was Shinnick or somebody returned it for a touchdown. Anyway, um, that's the signal, of course, that we're we're going to need no backup here. No backup. Uh Uh-uh. We're going to someone who's not trying to get into the hall, but someone who's already there. And that would be our 2004 nominee and inductee, Rick Goslin, a.k.a. Dr. Data, with today's thoughts. And Goose, 
You're going to harken back to Vince Lombardi, I've been told, but take it away. Yes, sir. Hall of Fame coach Vince Lombardi would not have been a fan of Sean Payton. Lombardi shared a belief held by Herman Edwards. You play to win the game. <laughs> Lombardi always played to win whether the games were in August, November, or January. He believed winning becomes a habit, and he had that particular habit down pat. His winning percentage of 73.9 in the regular season is second best of all time. His winning percentage of 90 in the postseason is the best of all time. Exhibition games don't matter, but they matter to Lombardi. He won 42 of the 50 preseason games he coached in Green Bay, a winning percentage of 84%. His Packers once compiled a 19-game winning streak in the preseason, which brings us back to Peyton. He coaches the New Orleans Saints and has a Super Bowl ring in his hand, so he obviously cares when his Saints play games that matter. Not so in the games that don't matter. His Saints have lost seven consecutive preseason games along with such losing streak in the NFL. New Orleans last uh, lost its preseason finale in 2014, all four games in 2015, and are now 0-2 this August. In his 10-year coaching career, the Saints are four games under 500 in Peyton preseasons. The Saints also suffered losing records and missed out in the playoffs each of the last two years, so maybe Lombardi was onto something. Maybe the winning should start in August. The year Peyton and the Saints claimed their Lombardi trophy, New Orleans enjoyed a rare winning preseason with a 3-1 and record. The Saints are a team that needs to get back that winning culture. August might be the good place to start. Well, you know, Mr. Goose, uh, they had a lot less players back in those days, so they had to play their starters more in the preseason than, than they do now, but I guess my question is, in your opinion, how much risk should a coach take in August to win games that don't count? Well, I'm old school, Ron, you know that. I'd play my starters in the first half of all four games and flood the field with backups in the second half. You know, we had John Hanna on the show a few weeks back, and he said the players are no longer ready to start a season because of the lack of contact in training camp and the lack of action in the preseason. I think you need to get your bodies ready for what awaits them when the games start counting. That's not happening right now. That's why there's always a spike of injuries in September. These guys have to play more than they are. I'll tell you what's at Wade Sescu's a commercial, and that's where we're going. When we come back, we're going to talk to Leonard Marshall, who's the latest guest in our high school football series. He's coming up after this. Rev it up and bury the needle at Victory Motorcycles Redline Sales Event. Get rebates up to $2,500 or payments as low as $99 a month on a new V-Twin powered Victory Motorcycle. Now is the time to own the big-wheeled Magnum Bagger or the liquid-cooled Octane, the most powerful Victory ever built. Rev it up right now. Offer valid in U.S. and Canada, subject to credit approval and valid on new 2014 through 2016 models and on 2017 Victory Octanes. Good through 83116. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Hi, Tom Bodette. Call me old-fashioned, but I just don't get modern art. Time was, if you splattered paint on a canvas, it was called a drop cloth. Now, it's called genius. Well, something modern I do appreciate are the newly renovated rooms of Motel 6. Totally updated with all new everything, still at a great low price. It's like modern art, only it looks good and has a point. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Book direct at motel6.com. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents... 
Breakfast stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price of participation vary. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges. Cannot play with him. Rick Goslin. Cannot win with him. And Clark Judge. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. You want winners? You want our next guest? It's difficult to decide if former New York Giants star pass rusher Leonard Marshall accomplished more on the football field, where he accomplished an awful lot, or off of it. Leonard played 12 years in the NFL, 10 with the Giants, where he was a quarterback-destroying defensive end on the Giants' Super Bowl 21 and 25 winning teams. He retired with 83.5 career sacks, 79.5 with the Giants, which is third all-time, yes, third in Giants history, and was twice named as the NFL's Defensive Lineman of the Year. But his accomplishments go far, far beyond football. He earned an MBA from Seton Hall, where he's a professor in sports management for six years. He's become a serial entrepreneur, working in the mortgage and investment businesses. He founded an apparel company, served as a brand ambassador for the Soup Man, and is an advocate for the use of medical marijuana, and was a consultant to the film Concussion. Yet he still somehow... Finds time to work his talk show on WFN in New York and to author the book, When the Cheering Stops, about life after football for the members of that 1990 Super Bowl championship team. And now, I'm not sure he's done this either, but now he's found time for us. And Leonard Marshall, thanks so much for being with us. You're quite welcome, fellas. Thank you. I got to tell you, I heard that resume. I want to go take a nap, Leonard. That was, that was incredible. <laughs> I, I want to hire him. <laughs> yeah, there you what? go. I tell you, you know, uh, sometimes I want to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with you, believe it or not. Let's start with your new job or your latest job. You're the defensive line coach, I believe, at Paramus Catholic High School in New Jersey. Uh, you've previously been a head coach and uh, and uh, both in, I think, New Jersey, and then you also coached in Florida. Now, my understanding is, Landis, your dad told you when you were a young kid that football was a stupid game and to stop playing it, and uh, you were a basketball player at that time. Uh, but later, he sort of embraced the game because of all your success. And then in 2013, of course, you were diagnosed out at UCLA with CTE, the brain damage that's affected so many players, and you've become uh, an advocate uh, in that area. I'm just wondering, why did you choose to coach high school kids in a game that clearly has had a, a tough effect on, uh, on you and a lot of other players? Well, you know, guys, you know, one of the things that, that, that comes back to mind is, you know, what I did as a kid and the men that mentored me through the process. And, you know, football fell into my lap, uh, you know, primarily from getting myself involved in athletics and choosing to get involved in athletics versus getting in trouble as a youthful adolescent down in Franklin, Louisiana. So, you know, as much as I want to put that aside, I can't put that aside because football really shaped my life. So if I can take you know, the talents and skill sets and things that I've learned along the way and and the, the adage of playing a team sport and learning what it means to be part of a team at an early age and teach that to young men, I'm doing something right 
in terms of paying it forward. Well, Leonard, I, I know you've talked about in the past uh, being haunted by that 1990 hit you put on Joe Montana. I think it was in the conference championship game and put Joe out for almost two years. Um, we, we know what it did to Joe. We know the pain it caused him. But it seems to have hurt you nearly as much. Um, how, do you, how do you deal with that? Well, you know, it's tough to deal with. You know, you, you never played a game to to maim an individual or to physically impair an individual to where you you either take his livelihood away from him, take his bills away for, from him to take care of his family and those he loves and cares about or, 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 or progressively move his life forward. You know, and, and every time I go back and look at that, I think of what the game has done to so many players and then what, you know, what we learned as professional athletes in competition and you should always learn something in competition. You should always learn, you know, the good, bad, and the ugly of it. And the ugly is what's on the wrong side with me right now, which is uh, men that played this game and, you know, information wasn't exchanged um, between team and player. It was exchanged between team and third party, but not team and player. And, uh, you know, Ron is very much impressed with this. You know, this study has been ongoing at the University of Michigan, and yet no NFL player can seem to get his hands on a copy of this so-called study or information associated with this study. And, and that's what behooves me is the fact that there's, a data, there's been a data mining process going on for years, but none of that information is shared with players. No, you're right, Leonard. Of course, as we mentioned, when you went to be tested by UCLA, you've talked about having been living with memory loss and mood swings and, and other symptoms of CTE and how it affected uh, you and your family. After you got that diagnosis, two things I'm wondering is you became a leader, really, uh, in the in the legal case that ultimately led to a billion-dollar uh, settlement for past players. But I'm wondering two things. Was the diagnosis shocking to you, and how has it affected uh, your life? And, and the fallout from that lawsuit, which you and I have talked about, and we both know what, or at least we believe, what part of that fallout has been. Well, I can tell you, first and foremost, I started to have problems around 2007, 2008. And I started getting phone calls from other players, in particular my good friend Dave Durst, who was my teammate, fraternity brother, and someone who I trusted and loved to death. And a gentleman who married a woman from Louisiana who I had, you know, minor history with from attending LSU back in my days, but yet someone he met and made a connection with Chicago and decided he was going to build a life with and have four children or raise four children. I started comparing my story to his, to Reggie Roby, to David Little, to a number of different players that were calling me and saying to me that they're having issues with, you know, memory loss, depression, arguing with their spouses. You know, half the battle is when you come out of this game, if you don't really put it in, you kind of can't expect to get it out. And a lot of guys didn't really put in the time away from the game to take care of the next level of their lives in terms of education, awareness and the responsibility of being a father, which is the ability to earn money to take care of those that you love and care about away from the game of football. We all know on this phone call, the game has changed. The money has changed. The, the revenue sharing has now changed. And, you know, salaries have, if not quadrupled, become six, time, six times exorbitant compared to what we, any of us on this phone call played. And and now that that's the case, the 80-20 rule still applies. So that 80% of the guys that do the work in the National Football League make no money or put their bodies through all this rigorous 
treacherous turmoil, and the 20% that do do it and that make the most money, those are the ones that walk away unharmed, unstaved, and are pretty much able to take care of themselves after football if they aren't able to do that. This is primarily their fault because they've been treated like the product of sun and they've been reared and, 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 and primed to be extremely successful, you know, and, and live in that mansion and drive that Bentley and play golf three days a week and don't have to worry about working. And their kids go to private school and they have health care insurance and they have annuities and 401ks and, 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 and second career saving plans and all the other things that the fans think that all of us get when we leave the game, and we don't. Many of these men now have blown through their pensions. Some of them have taken their pensions at 45, 50, 55 years old. Some of them have blown through this money to put their kids through college for health insurance and so forth and so on. You know, and, and that's the misnomer associated with the game of professional sports. So I want to be able to write about this. I want to be able to inform the public about it. I want to make people aware of it. And I think that it's the reality for parents, grandparents, single moms that want to push their kids into sports to think that they're going to play professional sports, even if the kid makes it or not, I felt they should know about the trials and tribulations associated with professional sports. Hey, Leonard, quick question, because we have 30 seconds left. Uh, do you think the NFL will ever abandon the uh, policy against marijuana use? Do you think that's ever going to come? I'm hoping that they lift that. I'm, I'm hoping that they lift it for the purpose of CBD. I think CBD is good for players. I use CBD, and I think it's the best thing I've discovered. Thanks, Leonard. I tell you, I think the best thing we've discovered is this interview with you. Thanks so much. You're the best, Leonard. We appreciate it. Leonard, thanks for the time. I'm not sure how you found time during your busy schedule, but we appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was former pass rusher Leonard Marshall. Ron, what do you have to say about his use of uh, medical marijuana and maybe the use of it for... um, players are hurting or former players are hurting well i think he's got a good point there's a lot of science behind it not just for former athletes but for a lot of other uh, people who suffer with pain it's been uh, helpful to him with his battles with ct uh, he's bought five pharmacies in new jersey and i think is going to ultimately try to get into that business and look it's time has come what would you rather have guys flying around on biking and and all manner of things going on uh, or some guy who's taking medical mar- uh, marijuana it's not to get high on it's to, it to it's to live with your pain well, I know what you'd rather have. You'd rather have former Raider tight end Raymond Chester in the Hall of Fame, and you're going to tell us why when we come back. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree Branch. Hi, uh, it's me, Tree Branch. So about the other night, look, it's no secret your roof and I never quite got along. It's a roof and I'm a branch and that's how these things go. But I'm calling to say I'm really, truly sorry about what I did to your gutters and skylight. And also I'm not paying for the damage. Okay, uh, bye. Trees never pay for roof damage. Luckily, one call to the Geico Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowners insurance. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. 
Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only a Burger King. Price of participation vary. On paper, summer is almost over. On asphalt, that's an entirely different story. During the Indian Motorcycle Legendary Summer Event, find great offers on America's first motorcycle, like a $1,500 trade-in allowance on select models, with payments as low as $5 a day, but only for a limited time. So see your Indian Motorcycle dealer today and make your summer legendary. Promotional offer subject to credit approval. Offers valid through 9-30-16. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Always wear a helmet, never drink and ride. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Derek Burns, you know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? I think it means it'll save you some cash, Clark. You are correct. Turn down that deep purple and go to geico.com, and you should have gone 15 minutes ago. And Derek, I'll tell you where else you can go. Participating Burger King restaurants. Yeah, At 3.30, you can get two croissant witch breakfast sandwiches for just $4. That's two for one. Only Burger King. Price and participation vary, and restrictions apply. Sad and all too familiar story to report this week, guys, and that was the arrest of former Raiders quarterback Todd Marinovich. I know what you're thinking. What's new? Well, I'll tell you what's new is that Todd Marinovich, who is now 47, was supposed to be clean and sober, but instead was arrested naked and holding a brown bag the police said contained marijuana, meth, and his own ID. Ron, your take on hearing that Ra- uh, Raiders quarterback, or former Raiders quarterback, and Robo quarterback... Todd Murnovich was back in the news. Well, as you said, it's sad. You know, I always thought Todd was a real victim of both other people's expectations and his own lost childhood. You know, I knew his dad really raised him to be this great quarterback, Marv, but did not raise him to be a human being, I think. And the pressure he was under since he was a kid uh, to become the world's greatest quarterback, uh, when perhaps that was never even his dream. It was everybody else's dream. And I think it robbed him of his self-esteem and his childhood, and so you end up addicted and that addiction is a difficult enemy it never sleeps it's lying in wait for you and it was waiting for him one more time i just uh, hope he can make a comeback yeah i know i agree with you and you know it's funny that the thing you can't help but uh, think of when you hear a story like this is johnny manzel um it seems like he's taken the same off-ramp as todd marinovich and uh, it just seems to me this is a cautionary tale of where he may find himself in 20 years and you know ironically both those guys not only the first round draft picks they both were taken with the 24th choice but a guy who wasn't and who isn't in the news is another Raider that Ron, yes, yeah, surprise, surprise, <laughs> touts for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he touted for the Hall of Fame on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com. I'm talking about Raymond Chester. And Ron, if you're not naked and holding a brown bag, would you please <laughs> tell our listeners what you like about the former tight end? <laughs> well, I'm not. Uh, it's unexplainable why one player's reputation can rise over the years while another's disappears, uh, but that seems to be uh, the case of Raymond Chester, one of the great tight ends of the 1970s. When he came into the NFL in 1970, he was a revelation. The Raiders loved to throw, and Chester gave them a downfield weapon at tight end, the likes of which had seldom been seen. He burst onto the scene with 42 receptions for 556 yards and seven touchdowns. He won the Burt Bell Memorial Trophy as Rookie of the Year, and he made the Pro Bowl uh, his next three seasons before the, he was traded to the Baltimore Colts in 1973 for the former over, <coughs> overall number one pick, Bubba Smith. He was a five-year starter there, but their use of the tight end was far different from Oakland's, and that led to him making only 18 receptions his first season. 
Raymond complained about it, uh, and that number doubled in 1974. Uh, but although he didn't miss a start for the next four years, uh, he still was never happy. In 1978, he was traded back to the Colt, uh, back from the Colts to the Raiders. He didn't start that year because Dave Casper, a future Hall of Famer, was entrenched at the position. But the following season, he caught 58 passes for 712 yards and eight touchdowns. And a year la- later, they sent Ghost, not to the post, but to Houston. And Raymond Chester was a starting tight end on Oakland's Super Bowl 15 championship team. When he retired in uh, 1981, he had 364 catches for 5,013 yards and 48 touchdowns. When one stacks those numbers up against his Hall of Fame peers, Dave Casper, John Mackey, Jackie Smith, and Charlie Sanders, uh, the numbers are barely different. And those are four of the eight tight ends in the Hall of Fame. Chester had more catches, yards, and touchdowns than Charlie Sanders. And Casper had only 14 more catches, 203 more yards, and four more scores uh, than Ray Chester. In essence, they're identical. The wild card is that Chester's two lost seasons, the first one in Baltimore in 1973 when he had only 18 catches and his return to Oakland in 78 when he didn't start a game and had only 13 catches, are what killed him. If His performances in 74 to 77 in Baltimore and 79 to 80 in Oakland were equal to his normal seasons. And if he just added the difference between those two, he exceeds the numbers of Charlie Sanders. He exceeds the numbers of David Casper. He exceeds the numbers of John Mackey. What he doesn't exceed is their number of busts in Canton, which is none. He said uh, a few two, two years ago, he said, no one can dispute. I was one of the top three players at my position in my era. You know what, guys? He's right. Ron? Chester or Todd Christensen? Well, I knew them both. I knew them both well. Todd was a friend of mine. Chester, because Chester uh, could do everything Todd did and also block like a crazy man. He was a better player. There's that whistle again, so we've got to run, Ron. You have the two-minute drill. Let's get it started. Here we go. Should the Al Jazeera 4 submit the questioning from Roger Goodell on alleged PED use? Ask Tom Brady. If you don't submit, Goodell will not acquit. <laughs> Did Woodward and Bernstein submit the questioning from Nixon? In 2011, lockout insurance cost the NFLPA $44 million. Do they buy it again? Ask Ramon Foster. If the goal of negotiations is to strip Goodell of his disciplinary power, disciplinary power they better buy the insurance. When will Goose's friend Greg Hardy finally get a job? When Fort Leavenworth gets an expansion team. When a Pro Bowl pass rusher goes down in September. Philip Rivers, friend of the show, says the new San Diego Stadium proposal won't cost the taxpayers any money, so vote for it. Truism or Pinocchioism? Ron, let's put it this way. It's like George Young used to say. When they say it's not about the money, it's always about the money. He's right. The proposal itself won't cost the taxpayers a thing. The stadium, however, will. Texans coach Billy O'Brien says J.J. Watt will be back, quote, sooner rather than later, unquote. Is that a timetable or a prayer? Neither. It's a novena. Without Watt, the Texans have no prayer. Joe Hayden claims off-suspended Josh Gordon looks the exact same. Is that good or bad for the Cleveland Browns? How can he tell through all that smoke? (laughs) Exactly the same on the field or off? Why won't the Jets let this poor rookie sap Christian Hackenberg play? Because he makes Geno Smith look like Brett Favre. They finally paid the Amish rifle. rifle. Might as well get their money's worth. Speaking of Christians, Christian Ponder just signed with the 49ers. Is that ponderous or ominous for Colin Kaepernick? Ominous, and he knows it. Tired arms aren't supposed to heal that fast. The last guy who played in the Bay Area was Ray. Ponder is no Ray guy. Dick Butkus, Dick the Bruiser, or Dick Nitrain Lane? Dick Van Dyke. Nitrain Lane all day and all night. 
The Bills finally sold their stadium naming rights to a cap company, New Era. How soon before the Bengals find someone to buy their naming rights? The minute they win a playoff game, Ron. So, never. When Mike Brown turns a team over to his daughter, Katie. Melvin Gordon did not score a touchdown his rookie season with the Chargers. When can we expect his first TD in 2016? When the Bengals find someone to buy their naming rights. October 2nd, when the Saints come to town. The Chiefs have Alex Smith, Nick Foles, Aaron Murray, Tyler Bray, and draft pick Kevin Hogan at quarterback. Which one will KC wind up trading to the Cowboys? Bray. As Jerry Jones could tell you, Ron, can't have a cowboy and a horse without a Bray. None of the above. Dak Prescott mania has hit Dallas. We'd like to thank Jerry Jones, Joe Brown, John Wooten, and Leonard Marshall for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, just go to our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, find us on iTunes, or dial us up on your podcast app. Otherwise, listen to this station at this time next week. We'll be here, and we hope you will be too. This is Jerry Jones, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heater solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. The grand prize winner will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets or a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 18 years or older to enter. Web and data rates may apply. When you're a kid, monsters live under your bed. When you're a grown-up, monsters come in the mail. You know, bills. But by refinancing your mortgage with Quicken Loans, you could save hundreds of dollars each month. Money you can use to shrink those monstrous bills down to a size that's not nearly as scary. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit us at quickenloans.com. Again, that number is 800-QUICKEN. Buy in. Quicken Loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Rev it up and bury the needle at Victory Motorcycles Redline Sales Event. Get rebates up to $2,500 or payments as low as $99 a month on a new V-Twin powered Victory Motorcycle. Now is the time to own the big-wheeled Magnum Bagger or the liquid-cooled Octane, the most powerful Victory ever built. Rev it up right now. Offer valid in U.S. and Canada, subject to credit approval and valid on new 2014 through 2016 models and on 2017 Victory Octanes. Good through 831.16. Certain restrictions and exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You feel yourself getting lighter with each progressive discount. Paperless, safe driver, multi-car. Yes, lighter, like a new line of sneakers. Or a slugger on a crash diet the week before spring training. Stay away from the cheesecake. Ascend to a higher plane of insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.